Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast Inner Monologue with me, Olivia Neal. Today we are going to be discussing what makes me anxious. We're going to be discussing nightmares, my road rage, and why I refuse to go to the gym because I'm scared of bumping into my exes. Okay, so I actually don't have that much to update you guys on this week. Last week, I had a monstrous story of, like, my palavas that honestly were not even that big a deal. Like, I missed a flight. I just needed to get over it. But it just gave me so much anxiety that, like, last couple of days that I've just taken the past week since I last recorded to really just take time to find my zen again because I was a nervous wreck when I got back from Ibiza. It was just that day, that one day of, like, everything kept going wrong. It just, like, snowballed into, like, a week of anxiety. Also, probably like, you know, I always say, like, oh, I was in Ibiza, like, that's my reason for, um, like being hungover and stuff. But, like, I literally went out twice in Ibiza, like, I didn't do the proper Ibethan experience. So, I can't even blame it on that. I think it literally is, I just don't feel anxious very often. So, when I do, I, I kind of find it hard to shake it off in a way. So, I've basically just like not been doing anything. I've been sleeping a lot, but I've been sleeping a bit too much. It's kind of worrying. I've been sleeping like 14 hours. Like, what is the crack with that? Why? Who possibly needs to sleep 14 hours a day? I have come to the decision, you know, that there is something wrong with me. I'm getting my bloods taken next week, I think. And hopefully we can find find a way to make myself not be so tired. Because like, I've actually gone five years being vegan without having any energy level problems. Like I always like I'm able, like, obviously everyone's tired in the morning. and I'm quite a lazy person, but I was a lazy person whenever I ate meat. But I think it's just like taking this long of not eating. Like I, I don't, eat properly at all like it's not as if like I substitute not eating meat I don't think you need to eat meat to have a healthy diet but I think if you're not eating meat you need to substitute with like good supplements of the vitamins that you're missing like you need to eat proper amounts of b12 which you can only really get from like red meat you need to eat lots of iron if you're not eating lots of iron you need to take iron supplements which I do not do because I whenever I first turned vegan my mom was like you need to take these iron supplements but they literally make me so constipated and if there's one thing about me it's I love I literally I'm obsessed with going to the toilet like it's my favorite thing like there is nothing more satisfying than like expelling an entire meal and you just feel amazing you just feel empty you feel ready to go again like you cannot tell me that's not the best feeling ever I feel sorry for people that don't enjoy going to the toilet because I know a lot of people don't and you know there's been times when I haven't enjoyed going to the toilet and that was when I was taking iron supplements so I was like I'm not doing this anymore so I stopped taking iron supplements like pretty soon after I started taking them and I've gone five years without taking anything and I've actually been completely fine and it's caught up to me I think over time I'm I'm literally self-diagnosing because I haven't even got my blood taken yet but there's just no other reason for me to be sleeping this much like it's not even like I'm going out a lot I literally go out once a week and yeah there's just no reason for me to be sleeping for 14 hours apart from maybe I am deficient in iron and my boyfriend's mum is a doctor and she like she diagnosed me without looking at my blood she looked in my eyes and stuff and I did always say guys I was like growing up I was always so jealous of the anemic girls and I wanted to be anemic and here we are. Well, I don't have anemia. I haven't been diagnosed with anything. I probably just need to take some iron pills. But yeah, I've been sleeping a lot. I also, I went to the dermatologist because, you know me, I love to spend a lot of time in the sun and it's dangerous and it's stupid and I always say, do what I say, not what I do. 
because I it's it's very unhealthy because I got a lot of moles. I'm covered in moles, and I didn't I wasn't born with all these moles. They've definitely come throughout life, and I I was prone to a good old sunburn back in the day. I'm not even gonna lie, y'all know I was. I literally used to post on YouTube about it. I don't post about it anymore because I feel like it's really frowned upon because it also like is really bad to like influence people to do that because it literally gives you skin cancer. But yeah, like I've like developed lots of moles. Some moles look super funky, like they they're irregular shaped. That's the thing that you should look out for when you're looking at moles. Like if they're like not symmetrical it's kind of a problem if they get change color like mine have gotten a lot darker and stuff I've just gotten new ones and I kind of like pushed off going to the dermatologist about it because I knew what I was doing was wrong I know I shouldn't be spending this much time in the sun I only really put SPF on my face like that's fucking stupid and I literally do it for aesthetic reasons like because I, I don't want to get like loads of wrinkles so I put it on my face but the rest of my body I don't care about but I'm like you're just as much at risk of getting skin cancer in the rest of your body than you are on your face and that's why you should wear SPF but like I just don't do that and like I I, I know it's stupid it's, I just didn't want to face the consequences of my actions so I just refused to go to the dermatologist but then like not gonna lie guys a few of them were looking super weird and I was like okay <laughs> I should really just get this checked out so I went went down to the dermatologist and I got like an appointment to check my moles and to be fair she there was only two that she was like you need these removed and I was like that's kind of good because I have hundreds of moles on my body and she only said that two were dangerous <laughs> I mean I do have two dangerous moles that I need to get removed but like apart from that it's fine it wasn't like she wasn't mean like go to the hospital but she was just like yeah get them removed I just like CBA though because I have some like I think maybe whenever I was younger I had like a really shit surgeon because I got a mole removed because I picked it off and it started bleeding I think I was just looking for attention that's the thing I used to like really want to get moles removed and stuff because I loved the attention of it all and <laughs> I um I got it removed and the person who stitched it up did such a shit job and now I've got a really ugly scar on my arm. I just don't want more of that. So I just CBA, I just don't want to do it. But I'll get around to it someday. It's important to get funky moles removed. Anyway, yeah, that's all I've been doing the past week. I've just been like trying to sleep off this anxiousness and it actually has worked. I feel a lot better now. I literally like, I was crazy. I, I was like feeling like sick because of like how anxious I was and nothing was going on. This is the thing, I'm actually gonna talk today like what makes people anxious and what makes people feel overwhelmed because like I was trying to think about it. I was like, well basically my boyfriend was like, what is wrong with you? Like, are you okay? Like has something happened? Like, why are you acting like this? Cause like I like shake a lot when I'm anxious. Like not even shake, like I just can't stop moving. I'm like tapping things. I bite my nails. Like, I got like these really, really nice acrylics and they're like fucking half gone because I just, I literally gnaw on them cause I get so anxious. Like I like, like cry I just want to sleep I, I, I just I'm like a weirdest like creature and I'm anxious and he's always like what's wrong I'm like I don't even know like there's nothing wrong I don't know why the fuck I'm getting on like this like I just like I don't know I, I feel like I can't pinpoint what makes me anxious so I think it'd be really interesting to talk about it today so I asked on my Instagram story like what makes you guys anxious and I got a few responses that I thought we could discuss today and maybe I can try pinpoint if it makes me anxious too and that's the reason because I think it's important to know what makes you anxious because like I'm not diagnosed with anxiety I don't suffer with anxiety enough to think that I have anxiety do you know what I mean I just get like these really anxious points it's also something that I only developed like I think a year ago like I really did not have any anxiety growing up I like yeah I really don't think I did it was like last year I got like cancelled and like after that it literally just like ruined me but I don't think I have anxiety but yeah I think it's important to know what makes you anxious so you can like overcome it and like have ways to like deal with it. Someone said she's a girl called Tinks. Do you know Tinks? She's like a TikToker. I really like her. She replied to my story and said like online trolls and hate comments make me really anxious. I well 
as I said, like a year ago, I like literally got cancelled. Honestly, worst time of my life. But anyway, we'll not talk about it. But it, it made me like so anxious. I was having like panic attacks every single day. Like my mum would literally just have to be like, like my mum would have to sit and do breathing exercises with me, which is something I've never like ever had to do before. And that was all due to like on online stuff, like trolls and hate comments and stuff. And I feel like now, after that period of my life, I am literally so numb to it. Like, people people write, like, horrible things about me and send me horrible messages. And I genuinely just don't bat an eye. And, like, sometimes I think it's kind of scary how numb I am to it all. But it's also, like, the only healthy way of coping with it. I think I realised after that whole period of time that the only way that I can continue doing this job is if I just do not give a fuck. I actually, well, this is a lie. I, I do really care what people say about me if I also believe that it's true. If that makes sense, like for a while I really kind of was lacking on YouTube and I remember I posted a YouTube video and it was a very half-hearted video and I had to post a YouTube video because it, it was a contract I'd previously signed months before that I would do a YouTube video like for an ad. Like I can't even remember what it was. I just remember thinking like this is half-ass and this is literally just posting out content for my followers who have followed me for years and like are really like, ex- like, like they're excited like for me to put out content and I just like didn't care and like I just put it out and it was an ad and like I was like disappointed in myself but also like didn't want to admit it to myself like I didn't like I just do you know what I mean like I pushed that thought to the back of my head and just pretended that this was normal like this is fine to do and I would get comments being like I'm really like this is really disappointing Olivia and like I'm not enjoying you anymore I don't like you anymore and that stings and I think it's because I knew that like it was true and that I could have been putting more effort into what I was putting on and not using it as much as such like not seeing YouTube as such of a job and like like these people do actually care what I put out so yeah that like that really like would upset me and stuff and I feel like I don't know I, I feel like I definitely lost my like closeness that's not the right word but with my audience but this podcast has really changed that for me like I feel like I have got a very tight-knit audience now like the messages I get from you guys are like so nice now and I feel like we know each other on a deeper level and like we actually like I don't know I just I don't know I feel like this podcast has really helped me connect with you guys because there was a while I would like would I would if I didn't post on YouTube for like three months then I wasn't talking to you guys at all and it it did make me seem really distant and like it kind of like ruined the relationship there but yeah that that kind of like hate comment like kind of got to me and it was because it was fucking true and I kind of needed that to kick me out the butt but hate comments about my appearance like I could not give less of a fuck at all or like like hate comments when people like don't know shit about me like when I don't know like if, if someone says something about my character that is completely not true and it's just something they picked up from like or like when people are like oh I missed it all Belfast Olivia I literally just like I laugh at them because it's so funny because I'm just like what like you missed me when I was 16 like yeah me too I would fucking wish I was 16 still but like not everyone can stay 16 like I can't live with my parents forever do you know what I mean like those kind of comments just like I think it used to kind of piss me off I was like why does everyone miss me and stuff but like I think I realized like no I'm actually like really happy that like it's really nice that people like appreciated me when I was 16 but I'm also like super proud of myself for like growing up and maturing and moving out and doing all these things that I've accomplished I don't know why I would sit and like mourn my 16 year old self like I'm still the same person but like I don't know what people were trying to do with those comments but recently last week actually I I bleached my eyebrows it was for a YouTube video it's been like trending on TikTok everywhere everyone's bleaching their eyebrows 
it's a fun trend I thought I would do it for a YouTube video they're so easy to dye back as well like I literally I sometimes dye my eyebrows anyway like you know that little eyelid tint that you get from Superdrug I always do that anyway so I was like literally I have that at home let me bleach my eyebrows it'll be fun for a video can join in the trend and then I can dye them back a week later it's really not that deep it's fucking eyebrows oh my god the controversy that it caused on TikTok TikTok has this weird thing where it like the people on it I don't, I don't know it's like this weird I've, I've talked about it before this weird style of comment where they'll be like oh babe I love you but like you, this isn't you like come on you need to diet back like this this is like this isn't you do you know what I mean like on like Doja Cat Doja Cat will post a TikTok and she's like doing something funny in it but maybe people will think it's a bit weird but the people in her comments think that they're her best friend they're like Doja LMAO like I love you you're a fucking crazy girl but what is this like you need to delete this now and it's so weird to me like I was actually on like I'm scrolling on my for you page and I got a Mew Mew ad like a TikTok ad and it was like Emily Radachowski in this like Mew Mew full like outfit with like a double belted skirt it was really really cool but obviously like it's not from Urban Outfitters it's like fashion and there was like all the comments were like Mew Mew I love you but like what is this you need to retire this skirt and I was like fuck it's such a weird concept that like people I don't know I I guess it's not that it's not that bad or anything or it's not that mean it's like it's kind of funny but it's just like it's just a really odd thing that like the TikTok comments have have started to do and basically I bleached my eyebrows and um all the comments were like Olivia you need to dye them back now like I love you but like we need to dye them back (laughs) just like guys I can do like I I I get you everyone obviously has their opinion and they are entitled to their own opinion completely and like it's fucking bleached eyebrows it's not something you see every day I don't I don't love them either I just think it's something fun and it wasn't like I I, like do you know what I mean I don't know it's really hard to explain it's like my like brown hair phenomenon whenever I was like 16 I used to have brown hair and people are constantly commenting on my TikToks now I'm 20 I'm nearly 21 being like you need to dye your hair back brown you look so much better with your hair back brown I'm like I haven't like I've literally talked about it so much on my YouTube like I would love to dye my hair back brown but at the minute it's just like it's it's not something I want to do like it's definitely something I want to do like next year or something but also why do people care so much it's such an odd thing like my top comments will be you need Olivia you need to dye your hair brown right now and I'm like okay like I don't know I would just never comment that on someone's page is that weird I don't know I just find TikTok comments so bizarre I guess like it literally like I literally read TikTok comments more than I watch a TikTok do you know what I mean like when I'm scrolling my free page I read the comments I I know that they're really important and I, I find them really funny sometimes and I love them but sometimes they're just so weird like people are so I don't know how to explain it it's just a weird phenomenon and it kind of pisses me off like, all, the, all so many comments being like, Olivia, no, you need to dye them back right now. I'm like, well, no, it's making me not want to fucking dye them back. Because Max from fucking Southampton is telling me I need to. I'm like, well, no, I'm not going to. And it's been a week and I still have it and I'm kind of loving it. And I actually kind of, I love the controversy that it's caused in my TikTok comments. Like, it's not, it's like, this, like, as Tink said, that hate comments give her anxiety. It's like not giving me anxiety. I fucking love it. Like, I, I literally love getting the people riled up in the comments. So I, I don't know. It's just such a weird phenomenon. Anyway, I feel like 
hate comments don't really make me anxious. They did at one point, but I have learned to get over them, but it's just something that comes with time. And also, this is a very niche one. Not everyone here is going to be getting hate comments. But yeah, I, I feel like I'm kind of, I kind of got on top of it. Something that kind of does stress me out, though, is like, it's not even so much like online, but it's not a pressure. I don't know how to put it into words. Basically, sometimes I go into like lockdown mode. I don't know what it is. I want to shut out everyone in my life. I, I like, I shut out my friends and stuff. And like, I will literally not replied texts for like so basically the thing that stresses me out about it is i will stop replying to a text i'll not reply to a text for like a day and then the next day i'll go back to reply and it's like too daunting or something it's the it's the weirdest thing i don't know why i have this weird thing about answering texts and then i'll leave it days and days and days and then people people start getting angry at me like for not replying to their texts they think that i'm like cutting them off but like it's not as if i'm cutting them off to do anything more exciting i'm sitting in my flat and i just feel like like there's there's too much pressure to reply it's the weirdest fucking thing and then it starts to stress me out because I'm like what the fuck am I doing like why can I not just sit here and communicate with people like my mum and dad like sometimes like will like be like ringing me and be like anybody we haven't heard from you in a week what is going on like I won't see my friends for weeks I just like I want to I want to like I just can't reply to people or communicate with people and and then I'll come out of it and I'll be FaceTiming my friends every single day. I'll be up, like catching up with them. I'll be seeing my, fr- like going out and going for dinner with my friends and stuff. But like, like I have this weird thing that like if I let go of like the communication thing for like a day, then it starts to really, really stress me out. It's also like deadlines for work and stuff. Like I have like the fucking best job in the world. Like it should be something that I'm like, I keep so on top on. But like I will record a video and then the pressure that I have to edit it and upload it and like I have to stare at myself for like three hours starts to really stress me out and I don't want to do it and I push it off and off and off I'm like I'm a really 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 big procrastinator I think that's what I'm trying to say like I will procrastinate replying to people's texts I will procrastinate meeting up with people that I've said I'm going to meet up with I'll procrastinate like editing a video I'll procrastinate sending off like a literal fucking like brand deal video like I just procrastinate and then the more I procrastinate the more it stresses me out and the more I want to procrastinate and that's something I've done my whole life like I will literally procrastinate up until like the very day I have like something due in school and I it's stressing me out the entire time that I haven't done this thing but not enough to the point that I'll do it I don't know what that is and it's, it's, it's I still do it and it's just it, I do it in everyday life everything just really like I don't know procrastinating just, I, like I'm such a procrastinator but it stresses me out so much it'd be so handy to myself if I stopped being a procrastinator so I got quite a lot of driving related answers when I asked what stresses people out what like overwhelms people I I sometimes agree I love driving so much it's like my favorite thing to do like I was driving to the studio today and I honestly had the best time I've been listening to a lot of Rosalia I love her so much I'm gonna add her to my playlist she's so cool I literally only like found out who she was I think like last year and she's been around for ages she's a huge artist but like she just makes me feel so cool and whenever I'm driving in my car listening to Rosalia driving down Oxford Street I feel like the fucking main character like it's not stressing me out it's it's relieving stress of anything I've always seen driving as a way of relieving stress I find it so much fun I'm not a nervous driver but however I understand that there's a lot of nervous drivers like my sister drives like a granny and I can tell she's stress the 
entire time. I used to have this friend and she was like, I li- she has a car, but she wouldn't bring it to London because she was such a nervous driver. So she just wouldn't enjoy it. And like, what, what's the point if you're not going to enjoy it? Whereas like, I literally need to have a car because I find it so much fun. Like it's literally like free therapy, driving around, like blasting music as loud as I can go. Because I live in a flat, like I cannot blast music at any given point. The only time I can blast music is whenever I'm in the car. However, when I'm a backseat driver, driving stresses me out so much like I'm I'm not a reckless driver but I'm, I'm a bit of a bit of a daredevil dare I say but like I'm I'm not a very like do you know what I mean like, I'm not very very careful but when I'm in the back seat and someone is driving not very carefully I literally feel like I'm gonna throw up like my boyfriend was driving the other day and like he, I, I swear every time a car braked he would accelerate towards it and like my heart was in my throat I was gnawing on my nails that's definitely like a very anxious thing I do is like gnaw on my nails and like shake my legs I was like shaking and like gnawing and he was like what is wrong with you and I was like your driving is disgusting and he was like you drive so much more scarier than me I don't know what's going on and I I just I'm a really bad backseat driver another thing that really really scares me is lorries and buses buses will forever forever blow my mind how the fuck is there two seats a corridor and another two seats fitting in that one lane. How am I meant to like drive beside that fucking monster? This big red monster and there's me just in my little car driving beside it. Terrifying. I hate buses and I hate lorries. Oh my God. And like the motorway. I'm not, I'm not a big motorway driver. I do not like the motorway. It scares me. I feel like everyone's going too fast. I'm going too fast. I get, I, I, my car's electric. So it's like, I don't know, you can kind of get away from you a little bit and all of a sudden you're going way too fast. And then... Oh, I just don't like it. I don't like overtaking on the motorway. Motorways just scare me. And also, like, I've been having this, like, really, like, intrusive thought, like, recently. That, like, when I'm driving, literally, like, one second, a car could come into me and I'm done. I'm I'm fucking dead at the scene. I'm pronounced dead. Like, there is nothing protecting me apart from an airbag. Like, if I'm going, like, 60 down the dual carriageway... I'm in North London. There's a drunk driver. He comes out from a bypass, smashes into me. I'm done. I'm dead. And then, like, the one thing that was really stressing me out about that, because obviously, like, you know what? That's kind of out of my control. I do, I do like, I'm thinking about it constantly when I'm driving. Like, any given second, I could die here. It's a really weird, like, a really weird thought that you could just die at any given second. But, I mean, that's, like, that's day-to-day life. You could be walking along the street and a car could blow you down. Like, that's just, like, life. You have to accept that you can die any given second. However... The one thing that was really stressing me out, and this was making me think, I'm a fucking sociopath. I would miss the whole attention. (laughs) This is so fucked up. But I was like, right, I'm not stressed about dying because I'm dead. So like, I I don't care about the dying bit, you know, like I'm I'm not going to be stressed out when I'm dead. I'm stressed out about the fact that I'm going to miss the whole thing after that. Would I make on on the nose? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. This is so fucked up. Like, I think this is, like, an inner thing that, like, I, I maybe, like, I don't know. I don't know what this is. But I was just, like, really stressed out that I would miss the whole, like, the whole aftermath of it. Oh, God. I shouldn't have admitted that. Another thing that's been happening to me recently that's making me, like, really, really fucking stressed out. And, like, now we're getting into, like, the intrus- intrusive thoughts kind of vibe. I've been, like, having the most atrocious dreams recently. Like, in the past... I don't know. I've, I've had them before. I'm not going to lie. I have had them before, my, like, in my life. I used to have, like... My, my dreams are just very, very vivid. I dream really vividly. And a lot of the time, it's really, really fun. Because, like, the, like last night, I I woke up this morning and I had to tell my boyfriend all about it because it was, like, the most incredible dream. I had, like, an action thrill... Like, a thriller movie dream. They feel like movies. Like, I was, like, going around London on this motorbike and I was, like, shooting people. Like, not, like... I was, like, a good guy. Like, I was shooting the bad people. I just, like... I was dreaming that I was literally, like, an agent in a thriller movie and it was incredible 
I was like doing stunts and all. <laughs> I was like, I wish I had dreams like this every night because sometimes like the problem is like, yes, I have such vivid dreams and sometimes they can be really, really good like last night. But sometimes it's like really, really bad. Like I had like, I, I've been, oh my God, this is really horrible. And I don't even like, I don't even want to say this, but I don't know how to like control it. I mean, I'm not a lucid dreamer, so I can't like stop it from happening. I can't control my dreams, but I've been having like really, really horrible dreams. I literally have like nightmares and it's fucking horrible. And I don't know what to do about it. Cause I wake up in the morning, like, like not able to breathe. Like I have so much anxiety, like, like it's disgusting like nearly crying and like it makes me anxious like for the rest of the day because I wake up after that and I'm like why is the fuck has my brain like produced that in my head I mean I don't know maybe it's from like a I don't know it's horrible I'm like I'll wake up in the morning like my boyfriend's lying there and he'll try to hug me like and be like oh good morning I'm like oh get off me like I actually like I, I can't touch him after I have these dreams it's really really horrible and like I don't know what to do about it because like how can you control what you dream about? And I honestly think it's making it worse because I wake up in the morning and like when I fall asleep, I get really anxious because I'm like, fucking home, I don't have this dream tonight again because it's it's horrible. And then because I'm thinking about it, then I think like, oh, maybe if I'm thinking about it, then I'm gonna dream about it. So then I go on TikTok until like 4 a.m. so that I like, I, I'm like, it's not in my head. But yeah, it's horrible because I actually do think like you can control your dreams in a way that if you're thinking about it, you have a dream about it. Like I remember whenever I was younger, I used to be obsessed with Justin Bieber. So I used to listen to Justin Bieber before I fell asleep so I would dream about Justin Bieber. So I think that if I'm like, when I'm trying to fall asleep, if I'm thinking about not having that dream, then I'm gonna have that dream. But yeah, it's horrible. And like, I don't really know what to do about it. And it's the most intrusive thing that's ever happened in my brain. And I really, really wanted to stop. So <laughs> anyone got any psychoanalysis of that? Let me know because it's horrible and it's making me anxious. Okay, someone said the gym. The gym stresses them out and overwhelms them completely agree I've talked about it before I will I just like I just don't know if I'll ever be that bitch that goes to the gym basically I had this membership to this thing called Soho House and it's like if you don't know what it is it's got different locations around the world there's like a few in London there's loads in like New York LA Tokyo like they're in like most capital cities some of them are like just restaurants slash bars some of them are hotels with like gyms and stuff and it's a, it's a weird thing and you basically like have to be like a creative to get a membership accepted like you have to apply for a membership and you like you couldn't be like uh an accountant and get a membership there I don't think I think you have to be a creative and then you, you pay monthly and you basically get access to these like what do you what do you call it even just like this, this like location and sometimes it's got a restaurant sometimes it's got a gym basically it means that I have a membership to a gym that's literally like 15 minutes from my house that has like a rooftop pool it's got a restaurant it's got a working space a gym and a hotel in it it's like this like one big building so I have a membership I pay monthly for this and you know what I do use Soho House quite a lot it's it's quite good because like on Sundays and Mondays under 27s get 50% off so like I always go on a Sunday or Monday if I want like a wee cocktail or dinner because the cocktails are absolutely delicious so I do use it quite a lot I've just never used the gym and it, it's a lot of money for me to be spending monthly on something on a membership just so that I can go to a bar do you know what I mean because the only way I use my membership for Soho House is to go to the bar 
And like I could just go to any other bar in London for free. So like the only way that I can really, I feel like I can make my membership worth it is if I actually start to use the gym. Or like if I use the working space, that would make it worth it. But why would I use a working space? Because like I, I just work in my flat. Like if I ever have to like edit a video or record a video, I just do it in my flat. So the only way I can make it worth it is if I use the gym. However, the people that go to this gym, I refuse, I refuse to go to this gym. So if you think, so I used to like go to the pure gym in Belfast and I hated it because I would always see like two people from my school and it used to make me really embarrassed because whenever I work, I get red faces. And I thought that was like the worst thing ever, but this gym, (laughs) a whole other story. So my boyfriend goes to this gym and he went and on two occasions, now he's like texting me and being like, lol, your ex is here. So if I go to this gym, this is two different exes, by the way. So if I go to this gym, I will see my boyfriend, one ex, and another ex. And who else goes there? Like, fucking Tom Holland, he goes there. <laughs> Central C, he goes there. Like, it's just too fucking much. And I refuse to ever go to this gym because, like, I thought it was bad enough that the boy in the year above me in school saw me on the treadmill at Pure Gym in Belfast. I'm not having fucking central C seeing me try to do a walking incline with a dripping red face. Like, that is horrific. I refuse to allow that to happen. And that's why I don't use that gym. Because, like, that would be them. Like, that stresses me out just even thinking about that. Like, apparently, you literally just go in and, like, everyone you've ever known in London is there, including Tom Holland. Not that I know Tom Holland. So, yeah, I've been put off ever going to that gym. I, I was considering it for a while. I'm actually moving closer to the gym. It's, like, going to be five minutes away from the new place that I'm moving and it's like I pay monthly for this I should really really be using this and I would love to be a gym girl but fuck that I refuse like I feel anxious just thinking about it I'm not a cute worker order I'm a I'm a big swollen red tomato face worker order you know my auntie calls me squash tomato face like that's how red I go it's not a good look and I do not want Tom Holland saying that. I don't think Tom Holland goes there very much anymore. I would be very surprised if he does. I think I'm pretty sure he lives in America, but like one time my ex did see him in there. It's not even like the celebrities, you know what? I like the celebrities I don't really care about. I'm never gonna see them again. They don't know who I am. It's more like I don't need to see two of my exes in there. Fuck that. No, I refuse. That is my reason I am not going to the gym. Okay, I'm going to head off home now. I am actually going to go sunbathe because it's an absolutely beautiful day. But on the way home, I'm going to try... I, I did this thing on the way here whenever I was driving to the studio today. I said I was having the best time of my life. I was listening to Rosalia. I just thought I was the main character in Oxford Street as I was driving down. But basically, I'm like a very, very nice driver. I always like give way. I do not have road rage. I mean, sometimes in my head, I will think, is this person an idiot? But I'll never do anything about it. I will never shout anything. I'll never give them a dirty look. I've never beat my horn. Like I stand by that. I do not, I'm not a horn beeper. Like someone could literally crash into me and I'd be like, you know what happens? We're both having a bad day. Do you know what I mean? I'm just a very, I'm a very nice driver. I've always given way. I think it's like a very much like small town thing. Like when in London, it's like every man for themselves. Like no one gives way. But like in Belfast, it's like everyone gives way. So I feel like I've carried that on to London. And I, I like it because people who have road rage, I'm like, they must have like the worst anxiety ever. Like it's, it's stress inducing being angry all the time. So I stay very calm. But like, you know what? People sometimes just treat me like 
an absolute mug and I was driving along and these like two grown men walked in front of my car and they were just can't, like I was just driving on the street it was not a crossing and these two men just like walked in cro- across in, in front of my car and just acting like it was so nonchalant as if I wasn't fucking there and I wasn't gonna beat my horn but I was like, you know what? Let me pretend that I'm like a male driver. Because a, a girl driver's never done this to me before. But you know when a male driver gives like a really dirty look and they put their hands up in the air, like, what the fuck? And I did that to them. And I, I they like, they kind of scurried off after I did that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Have I just discovered something? If I start driving like an angry man, I might get more pisses. So I think on the way home today, if anyone treats me like a mug, I am going to put my hands in the air and say, what the fuck? Well, more of it to them because I would never put the window down because that would get me in some sort of trouble. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to see how it goes. So wish me luck. I'm going to start driving like a man and become a proper girl boss. Inner Monologue is a Spotify original podcast produced by Spirit Studios with Raymond Tanner as my producer. Make sure to follow Inner Monologue so you never miss an episode and don't forget to DM me your questions for next week. Lots of love, Olivia. Olivia.